Chapter 2 Why Satan Must Destroy America Satan needs to destroy America. It's his grand prize. The need consumes him. He fantasizes about it. He pursues the destruction of the U.S. with extreme prejudice and unrelenting patience. Why do you need to know about Satan's passion to destroy America? Without this insight, you cannot muster the necessary urgency to obey God. You must know what is at stake to be willing to pay the price. America is a firewall that prevents the one event Satan craves most, global anarchy. Anarchy is the one thing that will make the world embrace Lucifer's worldwide dictatorship. This is why the most important goal of evil is chaos. Marxists believe goodness magically arises out of chaos. Another group radically opposite Marxism also values chaos. Karl Marx wanted socialism, but he gave up on getting it through elections. He realized that people would never vote to give up their rights. He concluded, that violent revolution was essential to seeing his system in place. Here's the bizarre part. Marxism and radical Islam are natural enemies. One holds that Allah, among other things, must be erased totally. The other, that Allah must be served totally. How then did Marxism and radical Islam find common ground? You got it. Their mutual faith in chaos. Here's how they both believe destroying civil order will bring something wonderful. Radical Islamists believe it will bring their Messiah, the Mahdi. Marxists believe it will bring the design of the prime mover. Joel C. Rosenberg explains that Iran and ISIS believe that the Mahdi will come only when the world is engulfed in chaos and carnage. They openly vow not simply to attack but to annihilate the United States and Israel. Iran and ISIS are both eager to hasten the coming of the Mahdi. According to Ludwig von Mises, Marxism is a revolutionary doctrine. It expressly declares that the design of the prime mover will be accomplished by civil war. The liquidation of all dissenters will establish the undisputed supremacy of the absolute eternal values. This formula for the solution of conflicts of value judgments is certainly not new. It's a device known and practiced from time immemorial. Kill the infidels. Burn the heretics. What is new is merely the fact that today it is sold to the public under the label of science. Barack Obama was the perfect fusion of this contradiction. But jihadists and Marxists don't know they are puppets. They live by the adage that my enemy's enemy is my friend. All the while, Satan 
is pulling the strings. So how did Satan sell violent Marxist jihadist revolution to Americans? The first step was to hide their true intention by blurring language. George Orwell said, When there is a gap between one's real and one's declared aims, one turns, as it were instinctively, to long words and exhausted idioms, like a cuttlefish squirting out ink. How often have you seen a YouTube video of a leftist college student confronted by a simple question bursting into a flow of utterly unintelligible language? Labels such as homophobe, Islamophobe, sexist, and racist are used to destroy careers without evidence and due process. Their new favorite is xenophobe, a time-serving slur that allows one to throw anyone who disagrees into one basket of bigotry. Deceptive language is how Christian values are reclassified into hatred. Ideas that are moral and trustworthy become hateful. Marriage, manhood, military service, freedom of speech, witnessing, the Bible, freedom, and even the American flag all turn into symbols of oppression. Next, they radicalize their victims in the heat of artificial outrage. At this point, they can reveal their true goal of chaos. Before long, they are acting like the very thing they claim to oppose. This is how Berkeley, the birthplace of the free speech movement, ends up banning free speech and the American Civil Liberties Union justifies removing civil liberties. This is why radical feminists won't condemn radical Islam even with its record of brutality against women and anti-fascist become fascist. They will ban, boycott, and use violence for the greater good. Words can equal physical violence. What you said felt like a punch, so I'm going to punch you. The Bible says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness who put bitter for sweet, and sweet for bitter. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20 Globalism is another tool of Satan. Globalists love to say they're creating mutual economic benefit and an interconnected world. Sounds great, but it's just a front for social prison. No matter how beautifully the billboard reads, the ultimate product is horrifying. It's a Trojan horse. It's the scaffolding to gain worldwide control. Just as the devil gets communist and jihadist to act in concert, he gets globalist and anarchist to work together. In this case, the contradiction is much more glaring because these two groups openly oppose each other. Violent protesters and billionaires are working together? Unwittingly, yes. One is building the mayhem, the other 
is building the prison humanity will run to for shelter from the mayhem. Love him, hate him. Trump was right. Every trade deal was slanted against America. The United Nations is a sick joke. Behind all this is a dark power. The Judeo-Christian ethic and American exceptionalism are singled out as the world's most hated values. Can you see why? All these groups have one end in common. America must be destroyed either by Marxist revolution, jihad, or corporate domination. They all have another thing in common. They all hate Trump. Trump was never supposed to happen. He disrupted their plans. But Trump supporters must realize he was only a foot in the door, a stay of execution. He is an act of God to buy the church time to repent and return her to her rightful role in American life. Trump is not a pastor or a moral reformer. His role is specialized and only for a season. It rests with us to seize the opening to avert disaster. Not until you see the unbridled malice and rage of the devil toward America will you see the urgency of action and be willing to pay the price to do great exploits. I am asking you to make an irrevocable decision to be in the middle of God's greatest acts in history. At this moment, God is selecting people and working in them for unmatched power to overcome evil. He is recruiting people to do things that are beyond comprehension. Someone is going to heed this call and do astonishing works for Christ. I must ask, why not you?